0: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing fantastic. Some great news on the BYU basketball front not a moment too soon as they will allow a limited amount of fans to attend games this week against San Francisco and St. Mary's. We'll examine that positive news. We'll also begin our countdown towards BYU Spring Ball. It starts next Monday. A burning question ahead of Spring Ball is a countdown towards that. We'll get to that on today's show and, of course, catch you up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News. Player of the Week Awards, Freshman of the Week Awards, BYU Baseball. Well, you can't give up a 10-run inning if you want to win games. We'll break it all down ahead on today's podcast. So there you go. The rundown of where we're going here on a Tuesday. Let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 23rd, 2021. What's up, friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, a resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. A reminder for you guys off the top here before we really dig into it, to leave us a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Those five-star ratings are what we're aiming for. Leave us a comment or two what you like about the show, what you'd like to see improved. Any and all feedback is honestly valuable evaluated it's accepted in stride and I cannot thank you guys enough for your support of this podcast every single day we're having a great month here in the month of February the shortest month of the year but nonetheless you guys are making it worth every ounce of effort I put into this podcast. and hope you guys understand how much I enjoy doing it. It really is one of the highlights of my day to sit down and knock out this podcast every single weekday. Getting going here on a Tuesday. Let's start off on the hardwood. BYU basketball announcing, and this is not a moment too soon, let's be clear about this. BYU will allow a limited Amount of fans to in attendance at the Marriott Center this coming week when they take on San Francisco on Thursday and St. Mary's on Saturday. Spectators will be physically distanced by household around the lower bowl of the Marriott Center with a small section of the band. So should be a pretty fun environment, all things considered, if you have the band there. The good news is that part of The Rock, at least at minimum, will be in attendance. They announced yesterday when they made this announcement that a limited amount of student tickets will be made available the day before each game. They'll be on BYUtickets.com starting at 10 a.m. for Thursday's game on Wednesday and then Friday at 10 a.m. for Saturday's game. Additional tickets will be made available to 2019 basketball season ticket holders based on their Cougar Club priority level. The one thing missing in all of this is an announcement of exactly how many fans are going to be in attendance at the Marriott Center. Here is what I know about it. I don't know much. Honestly, I reached out to some of my what I like to call my tried-and-true sources, the guys who really feed me good intel, and many of them didn't have a clue on how many fans are going to be in attendance. That leads me to think that BYU, maybe at this juncture, doesn't know quite exactly the number of fans who will be in attendance at that game, but nonetheless, they are anticipating having fans in the stands, and that's why they're selling the tickets. I don't think it'll be more than 5,000 fans. Honestly, this is an arena that at one point held over 20,000, fans I believe with the renovation in the lower bowl with those seats it's dropped it into the what the 18,000 range maybe north of 19,000 but it's it's come down a little bit and I wouldn't imagine anything more than 5,000 fans will be in attendance at this game that would be close to 25 percent capacity be a pretty big crowd considering all things but if it's anything north of 5,000 fans I will be literally stunned at the amount but nonetheless i I think this is a fantastic, fantastic development. Thursday's game against USF will tip off at seven o'clock, while Saturday's game against St. Mary's tips off at eight p.m. They both will be aired nationally on CBS Sports Network. On the sorry, excuse me, USF will be on CBS Sports Network, and then the uh, St. Mary's game will be on the ESPN family of networks. But nonetheless. This is a fantastic development. A lot of you out there have reached out to me multiple times throughout the season saying, Jake, when are they going to let us go to games? And I've been telling you, I don't know. I'd be, pass- I'd be happy to pass along any good in- it news I have. And it wasn't on my radar that they were going to announce this with f- two games in the regular season remaining. But nonetheless, it's a good sign. I'm glad they finally came through. I know there were a lot of hopes that the Gonzaga game would be allowed to have fans, but that did not come to fruition. It's a great quote in here from the release from BYU with Mark Popes. Saying, quote, we are losing our minds at the prospect of getting to play in front of fans in the stands this week. It's not going to be everybody, but it's going to be some people. And that is a massive step in the right direction, in in a positive direction. We are so grateful to our administration, medical staff, and all others involved for finding a way to do this safely. We can't wait to share a little bit of Marriott Center magic with the fans this week, unquote. I'm looking forward to it, folks. It's going to be a fun environment. I know the X number of 1,000 of you who will be in attendance at this game will be in full throat, making sure that you give them that home court advantage when the Cougars get out there. A lot of you have been waiting and dying and praying to get out there and watch the Cougars play basketball once again at the Marriott Center. Funny enough that yesterday was the one-year anniversary of just that absolutely insane crowd against Gonzaga. It's just crazy to think about how things have changed so much in one year. But nonetheless, looking forward to this matchup, or both matchups this weekend, and then having fans out there. I hope you guys, if you have an opportunity to go get to the games, enjoy it, have some fun with your family and friends. I really I I am looking forward to this and I'm excited to be part of it covering these games and obviously getting to get a feel for the crowds at the Marriott Center and hopefully bring back some of that quote unquote home court advantage that maybe has been lost due to the pandemic over the past year or so. But nonetheless. Very, very good sign if you're a BYU basketball fan. And welcome, welcome news all the same. And here's hoping that all goes according to plan. Obviously, things are subject to change. A a player could wake up and test positive. You'll be contact traced yesterday and could cause all kinds of havoc for the basketball program. But nonetheless, looking forward to seeing many of you out at these games over the next two. It's unfortunate it's only the final two regular season games of the season. It would have been fun to see more fans in the stands throughout the rest of the season. But by the way, it's a credit to, I think, everybody, the community, because we're seeing the COVID-19 cases actually absolutely plummet. And that's a positive. And I think that's been a big key factor in why this is allowed to happen with the final two regular season games. But once again, I'm just stoked. I, I, I frankly... I have been to some of the games this year in person and just the atmosphere of it is just lacking. Plain and simple. And I've been to multiple sporting events this year. BYU football, Utah Jazz games uh, just to name a couple of the ones I've been to. Without fans in the stands it's a completely different experience. So, looking forward to this weekend, USF and St. Mary's. And it might be the first time they've played in front of that big of a crowd in many, many months, if not year uh, that they've played in front of those big uh, of an audience. So Looking forward to it all the same and looking forward to having you guys uh, talk about it, share your experiences. By the way, if you have experiences that you'd like to share with us, Love to hear from you guys. Email the show, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. You can record voice memos, send in some audio if you want to. We'd be happy to play it here on the podcast. Love getting your guys' takes, and hopefully you guys have some fun this week at the basketball games. All right, we will flip over and talk some BYU football here in a moment. We are getting ready for spring ball. Looking forward to that, obviously. Some burning questions ahead of spring ball that we'll dig into. We'll do our first of what we'll call our countdown to spring ball with the burning questions. We'll get to all those here in just a minute today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at rockauto.com we've talked to you guys a lot about this company over the past year or so here on this podcast but if you guys have any part or anything you need for your car truck or suv rockauto.com is your online marketplace for all the parts you could ever need and i mean that sincerely whether it's a tail light a new rear view mirror you need a new steering wheel i don't know what you need for your vehicle rockauto has got it for you guys they have all the manufacturers that your vehicle has available for you you can check them out it's searchable you can search by manufacturer price it's really it's customizable to whatever you're trying to do so check them out at RockAuto.com. while you're there make sure to put locked on in the how did you hear about us box that way they know that we sent you to check them out it's a family-owned company been serving online auto parts customers for 20 plus years and the best part about it all i didn't mention this earlier. All the parts are shipped directly to your door. Take advantage of it now. Go to rockauto.com, search for your vehicle, and find out all of the price savings that you can get from our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's our good friends over at rockauto.com. Folks, can you smell it? Can you get that feeling in the air? It's tax season. Yes, I know, your favorite time of the year. But if you want to make it easy on yourself, I want to encourage you guys to take advantage of what Squire and company can do for you. What I love about Squire is they are one of the largest Utah-based CPA firms. They serve clients both here on the home front in Utah as well as throughout the United States. Squire is a company I've been associated with almost my entire life. I know Joe Squire, the founder of the company. I have known him for years. I grew up literally down the street from him. I've gotten to know Ray Chipman, who's one of the partners. There now, over the past few months, and I cannot encourage you guys enough to take advantage of Squire during this crazy, crazy time. They specialize in traditional CPA firm services like personal income taxes, corporate and business tax, financial statement audits, reviews, and compilations. But they've also added a new forward and strategic thinking advisory firm that assists large companies to select and implement accounting systems like NetSuite, Microsoft Business Central, or QuickBooks. Guys, this is a great company that wants to help you guys guys have success. They're committed to helping individuals, businesses, and entrepreneurs set and meet your financial goals. Take advantage of it now. It's a crazy time of year. You want somebody to take care of your taxes? Well, Ray and Squire can help you guys out. You can check them out on the internet at www.squire.com. That's S-Q-U-I-R-E.com. Or you can reach out to Ray directly and he'll get you to the right person at Squire to help them. Email him now, C at squire.com or call him 801 801- four seven seven four nine five zero I like I said I cannot encourage you guys enough to take advantage of what Squire's offering you guys they have two different locations two offices one in Orem, one in downtown Salt Lake City so no matter where you're situated at they can help you out and even if you're outside the state they're happy to help you as well so once again reach out to Ray directly Raymond C at squirecom or call him 801-477-4950 that Squire and Company a proud partner with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. You guys know that we cover BYU every single day here on this podcast, but if you want a rundown of all the other sports news you need to know about every single day, I want to encourage you guys to check out Locked On Today. It is a 20-minute or less podcast that catches up on all the big stories in sports as well as all the burning debates and questions that you will want to answer and have discussions about with your family and friends. Take advantage of it. Download it now wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Today is hosted by Peter Bukowski and is a fantastic addition to my lineup of podcasts I listen to every single day. Encourage you guys to take advantage of it and do exactly the same. All right, BYU football getting ready for spring ball starting up on Monday. Crazy to think that it's here, but nonetheless, I've, I'm actually pretty appreciative that BYU is pushing forward here. I've talked with some other programs out there, and they don't know exactly when they're going to have spring ball. Obviously, BYU answers to essentially nobody outside themselves when it comes to scheduling things. We saw that with the schedule in 2020. They don't have a conference set up, et cetera. But nonetheless, looking forward to finally seeing them back out there practicing on Monday The expectation, I talked about this a couple weeks ago when I reported on this, is that BYU will wrap up Spring Ball by the end of the month. So the hope is to finish it all out in the month of March. Pro Day is scheduled for uh, March 26th is the date that they have set aside for Pro Day. And obviously there'll be, I'm sure, hopefully some sort of scrimmage that probably You would hope that BYU TV could stream it, but you never know what's ultimately going to happen with that. And I don't expect the practices are going to be open in any way, shape, or form, despite my hopes that they would be. But... I'm I'm looking forward to it. I love when football's back when we have spring football and all that stuff going on. But hey, let's talk about one of the burning questions heading into spring ball and to be clear, spring ball is not a time where you're going to get definitive answers about a position, a player, what you're expecting to see Uh, when the upcoming fall season happens that's what training camp is for that's what uh, the August training camp ultimately proves to be when you finally learn more about what's going to happen you start to see things take place solidify guys spots on the roster and the like but as we move forward here it's going to be very interesting to see what the Cougars do as they get ready for the upcoming season because spring ball is a time for guys to try new positions and what I want to talk about today is some some of the guys who I have heard could be trying new positions in the spring one of the burning questions what position changes will be attempted and or examined during this period one of them is a return missionary, a guy who played uh, two different positions in high school at a high level. It's Oliver Nazilai. I have heard that he will be attempting to play running back to start his BYU career, despite people thinking when he came out of Arkansas in the prep ranks down there, that he play, he would play linebacker. I can tell you this much. If Oliver Nazilai plays at the weight he played at in high school, and I'm telling you, six foot, 240 pounds of just absolute wallop material, he'll just absolutely mollywop you. Just a great, great player player absolutely loves contact well he could be just another big time BYU bruising back if it works out for him on the offensive side of the football so he will give that a shot I've heard that Braden Cosper possibly could try out playing safety as BYU needs to find some options at safety besides Malik Moore and Chaz Ayu, both of which have had injury concerns over the past year or so they graduated the majority of the guys who contributed at the position a year ago A cornerback or two could also make the transition over to see how they look at safety but I am expecting at least Braden Cosper to get a cursory look at playing defensive back funny enough when I saw him play at Bingham High School I thought he actually would have been a better defensive back coming into the college game He's proven to be a fairly decent wide receiver when he's been on the field for BYU, most notably this past season, but he's had injury concerns and maybe his future with the glut of other guys at the wide receiver position is to maybe switch sides of the ball and see what he can do at safety. Like I said, anything in spring ball, it is going to be on an experimental basis. It's not going to be the end-all be-all for these guys when it comes to the upcoming season. You're not going to necessarily see them stick at that position long-term Maybe they do. Maybe they come out and absolutely just make coaches fall in love with the new position that they're playing, but I'm looking forward to that. Other things to keep an eye on with regards to position changes, I would expect with all of the offensive line attrition that happened, Chandon Herring, Tristan Hodge, and Brady Christensen, most notably, well, you're going to see a lot of mix and match going on with this BYU offensive line. You're going to see guys trying out new positions along that offensive line. The two positions I think are locked down, nailed down tight, are center with James MP, as well as left guard with Clark Barrington. The other three very much up in up in the air, and obviously Clark Barrington, if uh, if new head if new offensive line coach not head coach new offensive line coach Daryl Funk thinks it's better for him to move over to the right side that's a potential option for him. There are going to be a lot of guys along this offensive line who are going to be trying new spots. A lot of new guys coming into the program who are going to get their first opportunity to impress the coaching staff and keep an eye on that. I'm very interested to see what happens along that offensive line and also the defensive line to a lesser degree. You're going to see a lot of young players get their chance to finally kind of step into the limelight and prove what. They can do along that defensive line. So there could be a lot of mixing and matching, a lot of different looks along the trenches for BYU, giving them a look. But most notably among the skill positions, what I'm hearing is Braden Cosper could get a look at safety as well as Oliver Nassili, projected to be a linebacker, getting a chance at offense playing running back to begin with. And there's other guys out there. You look at like the Javel Browns of the world, the Luke Andradas, who have played multiple positions during their time at BYU so far. Maybe they try out a new one once again this spring. We'll keep an eye on that, and obviously we'll be breaking it down for you starting on Monday as we look ahead to the upcoming season. I'm looking forward to the month of March. We're going to have plenty of conversations with guys. We'll have coaches, players on the podcast to talk about that. We'll also be getting ready for the NFL Draft, hoping to catch up with some of those former Cougars who are preparing for the NFL Draft. There is plenty to talk about on that front, and we'll continue to break all that down throughout the month. It's going to be a busy month of football in the month of March. Get ready for it, folks. Spring is on the way and that means byu spring football as well as the as well as the as well as the nfl draft sorry i'm having chat got my tongue there. They're going to have a lot of NFL draft conversations. It's going to be a football heavy month here on the podcast. In addition to basketball, obviously going into the NCAA tournament, there'll be plenty of those conversations should be a fun month ahead and looking forward to all of it and hope you guys will be along for the ride and enjoying it right alongside with us. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll catch you up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday, a tough loss for the BYU baseball program. They'll go for a split today in San Marcos. We'll break That down. We'll also catch you up on some other awards, weekly awards on both the men's and women's basketball front plenty to touch on, and we'll get to all of it here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at betonline.ag. We love BetOnline. No matter that football is over, you have the NBA, college hoops, and NHL are in full swing. Major League Baseball is on its way shortly, but the best part about BetOnline is you don't necessarily have to bet on just sports. They also have uh, award shows, TV shows, prop bets for reality TV. No matter what it is you're interested in betting on, BetOnline has got it for you guys. It's all free to sign up for at betonline.ag right now they're still offering a 50 percent welcome bonus to all of you who sign up with them now go to betonline.ag use the promo code locked on when you make that first deposit you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus it is a great way to have some fun in the sports betting market and take advantage of it, take advantage of it by going to betonline.ag right now once again i cannot encourage you guys enough free money 50% welcome bonus using the promo code locked on when you make that first deposit at betonline.ag. It's all courtesy of your friends at BETONline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, catch you up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on this Tuesday edition of the podcast. Let's start off with women's golf. They are taking part in the Gold Rush Invitational down there at Old Ranch Country Club in Seal Beach, California. Well, not a great start for the BYU women's golf program. 49 over, tied for eighth place after the first two rounds. Uh, That puts them third to last, essentially. Southern California, USC at four over par the tournament BYU will have their work to do to move up in the standings they have an opportunity to do so host Long Beach State is just one stroke ahead they're tied with Santa Clara West Coast Conference running mate in 8th place, so an opportunity for the Cougars to move up if they have a final good round. We'll run everything down for you when that goes final on tomorrow's podcast, but best of luck to them. BYU men's baseball got off to a decent start in San Marcos in their third of a four-game series against Texas State, but it's hard to win when you give up a 10-run inning, and that's exactly what they did in the bottom of the 6th. 10 runs. Uh, Texas State had added one more in the 7th, and that's all she wrote. 11-6 the final as BYU falls to 1-2 and two on the year. They'll go for the series split today. We have the first broadcast on the BYU Cougars radio network. Jason Shepard will be on the call if you want to tune into that. Uh, hopefully they can get the split. Funny enough, BYU baseball, you're going to have plenty of BYU baseball action all week long if you want to tune into it. After today, when they take on Texas State, they immediately drive down the highway go to Austin we'll have a four game set starting tomorrow against UT Austin one of the better baseball programs in the country a long story tradition with the Longhorns four game set will carry BYU all the way through Saturday looking forward to that so plenty of BYU baseball all week long we'll have full recaps for you Every single day, as we see them in action and hear them in action, I guess is the biggest thing. And tough loss there, eleven to six to Texas State. Finally, a couple more notes for you guys. A big congratulations to Caleb Lohner. He was named West Coast Conference Freshman of the Year. Our good friend Nate Slack tweeted out that he actually was the person that put in the nomination for that award, and well deserved considering uh, Caleb Bloner. What he is showing right now folks is true star potential. Uh as I know as I saw in the release, he started his BYU career from 30 of 13 since he is shooting 50% from beyond the arc, 16 of 32. This is a kid who is just a true freshman. He's 18 years old, folks. He is going to be a problem for the West Coast Conference for multiple years to come. And we're starting to see him really establish himself and come on strong down the final stretch of the season here. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. If he can continue to show that he can score consistently down the stretch here of this season, BYU basketball, well, that's some of the offense they've been looking for if they really want to make a deep run. That's kind of the big question mark with regards to BYU and their chances to potentially make a Sweet 16 uh, run, et cetera. is consistent offense. As I noted on yesterday's podcast, in their past five games, BYU has had five different leading scores. All of them have had 19 points or more. That includes Lohner in that stretch. If BYU can find consistent offense, they've got the defense, the size on the interior. They can really be a force in the tournament upcoming in March. I'm not going to predict it at this juncture, but Caleb Lohner, he's just one of the reasons why if you're a BYU basketball fan, you should be excited. All right, and one final note for you guys is congratulations to Shaylee Gonzalez. She was named West Coast Conference Player of the Week for this past week. I'm telling you what, if you have not seen Shaylee Gonzalez play basketball, you are missing out. She had a critical, critical role in the upset over number 16 Gonzaga, as well as a win over Portland last week against the Zags the sophomore guard scored 16 points on 6 of 12 shooting to go along with a game high 7 assists 3 steals and 3 boards she followed that up with a game best 26 uh, 26 points excuse me shooting 68 Point eight percent from the field as they beat the Portland Pilots on Saturday. She made 11 of her 16 attempts, going 2-5 of five from beyond the arc, added three assists, one steal, and one rebound. BYU's on a seven-game winning streak. They're on their way to the NCAA Women's Tournament and looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun, fun march on the basketball front. And Shaley Gonzalez, I'll tell you what, guys, and I mean this, don't take this the wrong way, but Shaylee Gonzalez has the potential to be the Jimmer for debt of the BYU women's basketball world, and I, and I mean that. She has got the talent to be that, that electrifying scorer who can just put up 30-plus points on any given night as she continues to develop her game. Will she ultimately realize that potential? I can't say that, but I'm telling you, you can see it in her. You can see that type of star potential from her, and that should excite you if you're a BYU basketball fan. I know Women's Hoops doesn't necessarily have the cachet that the men's hoops uh, men's hoop side of thing does, but Shaylee Gonzalez, she breaks through that barrier, folks. She is so much fun to watch. I would encourage you to take advantage and check her out. Get on the Women's Hoops bandwagon if you're not already on it, and enjoy some high-level basketball here with BYU Women's Hoops. All all right, that's going to do it for a Tuesday. Plenty more coming up on a Wednesday edition of the show. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. Follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you so desire to follow me there, is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, the email address for this fine podcast is BYU at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 23rd, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.